0: She wrote, she
1: Welcome to Be Simply. This is She, and I want to thank you for being here in this moment. Tonight, we're going to talk about getting to know yourself and why it's so important. So the reason this is so important is that our society is moving pretty fast these days. We all put out stories out on social media uh, portraying a life that we are living, but it's not always true. You know, we pretend that we're something when we're not. Uh, We pretend that everything's perfect when it's not. And it's really, really important that we think uh, through what we're doing in every moment and why we're doing it. And so these segments are really intended to get you to take a little pause and focus on your inner landscape. It's really easy to get going in your fast-paced life, especially if you're a teen or even if you're a parent or even beyond parenting years. It's easy to get so busy that you forget to stop and check in to see who you are and Tonight, we're going to take a little pause and we're going to do that. We're going to connect to who we are and um, how to get to know yourself and to take time to be aware of the things that maybe you're doing in your life that serve and don't serve. So one thing that, you know, overarching our society is placated with is that we're very codependent on one another, on our technology, on uh creating a false persona and how that creates codependency is that we're playing out these themes archetypal themes yet they're not true we're and every time that we do that every time we play out a theme on the internet on a chat board on uh messaging any of those things even in our everyday life every time we put on a false front we are getting further and further away from knowing ourselves and so all of us have these special treasures deep inside of us that make us who we are. They're super, super special. And so over time, especially if a teen is listening, over time, we can get further and further away from those aspects of ourselves and forget those things that make us passionate, that make us happy, make us useful, make us joyful. And then all of a sudden, here we are, and we're a little confused. And all of a sudden, we're living out a life that's really manipulated and positioned based on pop culture or based on what our peers are doing or what our profession is doing. And we feel like, wow, I can't even be who I am. I can't have my voice. And a lot of this, if you're an adult or in college, you might notice this in the political arena. There's such a polarization that it's actually uncomfortable to talk to someone that has a different point of view. View because the minds are so closed they're in a locked perspective and this is how we can know if we start to have locked perspectives we're probably losing sight of who we are in turn eternally inside That eternal being is that being that is going to continue to evolve. So a locked perspective is super dangerous. And so how can you check if you have some locked perspectives? Uh, Well, if you have opinions and judgments about people, places, and things, and events that only come from one direction, and you haven't spent some time researching and studying those things, then we can realize that, wow, there's something that's not exactly right. And so what I would like you to do in this moment is that if you uh, can think about where do you judge most, where do you have the most emotions around a certain subject matter? And usually not usually, always, wherever that is, that juicy spot, if it's politics, it's if it's judgment towards certain types of people, if it's a judgment towards race, a certain race, It's if it's a judgment towards yourself, those are indicators where you don't really know yourself. Because we go to judgment out of fear. We go to criticizing another out of fear. And that's the inner being screaming out saying, hey, get to know me, get to know this inner aspect of myself. So what I'd like to welcome you to do is to connect to your inner landscape. I'd like you to connect for a moment and think, gosh, who am I? And that's been asked many times, but who am I in this moment? Um, how do I get to know myself? And so we could ask that question and not get an answer because it's it's kind of a big one. But we could say, How can I get to know myself in this moment? And that's similar to how you would get to know anyone. You would find out what their interests are. You would maybe ask them some questions. So right now, I want you just to sit for a moment and follow along. And don't worry about writing anything down. And we're going to just be with what our interests are, what we like to do, where do our Points of view lie, and are we in a space where we want to expand them or deepen an understanding of that perspective? Are we willing to look at all sides? So, to start with, do you have interests? Do you have passions? And if so, what are they? Uh, just allow, see what comes up. And if you don't know, that's okay too. And then, next to go from there, is what are those interests? What are those passions? Uh, what, what do you like to do? Are you honoring what you like to do? Are you exploring? Are you younger? Are you, you know, a teen to a young adult? Do you know what you like to do? Um, or do you find yourself grasping at external things that might dissuade you from really diving into who you are? Or do you feel like, oh, I love to do this, that, and the other, but I feel like I have to have a friend come along with me? So I want you to just to let these questions roll around in your mind's eye. What am I I passionate about? What do I like to do? What perspective or what ideology or it could be even a theology if you're uh, attached to that or spiritual practice? What things am I really connected to? And have I taken the time to deepen my understanding to the relationship? So you might be a boxer do you deepen your understanding of why you're a boxer do you honor being a boxer to the highest and best of your ability you might be a ballerina do you really do your best to be the best ballerina possible keeping yourself in well-being and not grasping at things that could actually take you out of harmony are you a musician but you put it off over and over again because you're afraid of failure and so these indicators give us little clues about this aspect of ourself and that we're not maybe cultivating or we don't have time for. Is there a part of you that loves to do something, but you don't make time for it? And within that practice of doing that thing, whether it's basketball, swimming, art, uh, making tea, whatever it might be, doing yoga, whatever it might be, you're going to discover some things about yourself because you're going to meet it and you're gonna consistently meet it. So what we're gonna do right now is we listen to that song by Elizabeth on the way in, just a little snippet. We're gonna to listen to the whole segment right now. And what I'd like you to do during that segment is just to be with that, gosh, what what do I like to do right now? What what sounds good to me? Where do I wanna go? Am I am I honoring that? And even if I am honoring it, how could I refine it? Let yourself be with that. And then when we come back, we'll circle back around and connect to our inner landscape a little bit further. So take a nice gentle breath in. And then exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale another one inhale and exhale hero 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 hero, hero. i want
0: to be a hero hero how oh, the hero.
2: Sure.
1: taking in a little Elizaveta and hopefully getting you a little pumped up uh, about being a hero. And this song, I really wanted to use it, is to really encourage you to be your own hero, to really stand in your own shoes, cultivate who you are so that you can arrive no matter what the situation is with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones, your partners, your significant others, your spouses, as an individual, that you can show up and be certain what you have to offer and that you don't get stuck in being needy and grasping. And, you know, we do this in our society because we want to be distracted. We want to get distracted with uh, the Internet. We want to get distracted with the stories we tell about the world that we're living in. And within those distractions, we could potentially... uh, cause little issues for ourselves in a way that does not make sense. So, I hope during that segment that you got to hear a few things in your mind's eye from yourself that you're passionate about, that you like to do, that maybe you're doing but you could do better, that you really are ready to embark on. Now, you might have a huge long list. Like, there's a lot of things I'm interested in, but I don't necessarily have the time or space to do all of them. So it's not realistic. That's the first thing. You have to be realistic with how much space you have. To dedicate. Now, if this is something you're already cultivating, then it's like, oh, how can I make a little bit more space so I could refine it? I can meet it with a greater level of integrity. Because through these access points of things that we love to do, that is where you're going to deepen your understanding of self. So this can be a hobby, this can be a sport, this could be a spiritual practice, this could be work, this could be education, it could be all of those things. It could be even getting to know yourself deeper in relationship. And that can be in deeper in relationship with friends and families, uh, members that you're like willing to have a different type of relationship than maybe you've had up until now. And that's why it's really super, super important to get to know yourself because that part of you is going to continue to evolve uh, throughout your life. I've evolved many times over. Uh, This is definitely an evolution lifetime for myself. Um, Sometimes some people don't have as much transformation in one lifetime, and that's okay too. It's that process that they go through that allows them to transform and who to who they are at by the end of their lifetime. And for some of us we're going to do more of that and other ones we're not and there's no judgment there. But during that entire process, whether you ha- you're going through a lot of transformation or minimal, it's really important to see where you're at, where your interests, that you're feeding that aspect of yourself. Because when we're feeding those eternal th- internal things that we love to do, those the souls calling, then we are raising up our in- inner vibration. And when that inner vibration is fed from something inside versus outside. We have the the opportunity—the opportunity—to give more authentically to the world around us. No longer are we pulling on someone else to give us this, that, or the other. No longer are we really uh, holding ourselves hostage to what the world is saying that we need to be like. We're realizing, huh? This is this is who I am, and I'm really comfortable with this aspect of myself. So. After you've identified these key things that you're interested in, as I mentioned, you can't do them all. And I really recommend not picking a bunch of things up at once because you're going to get frustrated. You'll feel almost like, wow, I can't complete anything. The key there is to say, okay, I really want to master playing the piano. Or I really want to improve my skills at tennis. Or I really want to learn how to uh, cook. I want to learn how to throw some pottery, meaning not throw the pottery, but throw it on a wheel or do pinch pots or something. And because that makes me feel happy or I'm so curious about it, I can't stop thinking about it. Or I've been doing it, but I want to get better at it. I don't have time. Those are gateways. And just pick one, you know that you would like to start giving more attention to. It might be that you want to learn more things to contribute at work, and that's great too, you know, because you spend a lot of time there. It might be that, gosh, I want to spend some focus on my relationship, uh, not only with myself but with others, and so I want to improve myself, and that might take some more self-study, uh, some more self-improvement. And do I have family, friends, and partner partner that's willing to go on that journey with me too. So step one, identify something that you would like to bring into your life uh, that you would like to focus on. Now, step number two is to notice because there's going to be typically the distractor that keeps you from doing what you're doing. And this week I noticed something. I may be late to the game, but I noticed on my phone because I don't I went for years without having a regular, like, smartphone. But I noticed that it was telling me how much time I was doing creative stuff on my phone, how much time I was doing social media, and how much I was doing work, which is, like, kind of perplexing that the phone can tell you that. Um, But I've always said to people, we spend way too much time in social media. So if I look... um, On my screen, I can see how much time I've been on social networking, which I do for work, but that's still quite a bit of time in social networking. In addition, uh, how much time has been productive and then how much towards creativity. So this is a simple way for you to check in. If you're not using your social media for business, then you know, gosh, I have a good amount of time that I could be putting towards this one thing in my life that I want to get better at. So I encourage you, and that's just one way to identify, to find out where you have that space and then make the room, have the discipline to start taking action there. And notice as you do that, what is the distractor? Is it the phone? Is it the drama that you create in your life? Is it a family member? Is it a work situation that distracts you? What are the ways that you get distracted that keeps you from taking action? And so what I want you to do is start to observe when you get distracted and I want you to have restraint in that moment. Oh, I'm about to go on the phone and I'm going to use up an hour of my time that I could be practicing in piano right now. Oh, I'm about to wholly or completely have a nonsensical conversation with my partner about something that's going to create drama, I could use that time to write right now. Oh, I'm about to get on the phone and listen to someone else's drama, and I could actually use this moment to really create something that I want to do or go to the gym and work out a little bit more. Something to feed myself. So this, step one, identify where you want to do. Create the space to so step two. Step three is to start to observe where you get distracted. Then step four is to repattern that habit by redirecting it to the thing you want to do. Simple, easy. Four steps, right? And so what happens when we get to the get to knowing your part is that when you're doing those things, whether you're playing tennis, whether you're at the gym, or you're doing something that um, is creative, meaning Uh, media, art, painting, poetry, writing, you are getting to know yourself. You are getting to be completely focused on something that really makes your heart sing, makes your soul sing. And guess what? That inner landscape starts to open up. So once again, step one is to identify one thing that you really want to refine, master more, contribute to yourself, create space for. Step two is to create that space Step three is to observe where you get distracted. Step four is to redirect your energy, have discipline and restraint towards that activity. Once you've done that, then you're going to be well onto your way to start to see a different aspect of yourself. You're going to reawaken to an aspect of your being that has been dormant. And then step five would be to start to keep a little journal, log, or reflection of what you're becoming aware of this is private this is for you and if you don't want to keep it down then just have some quiet time to self-reflect as to what you've realized and in this process you'll start to even make some adjustments in your life because you'll be bringing yourself into right action so what we're going to do is we're going to close out with a little Anne Heaton, the song that she helped uh, co-produce with me called Loving From Within from my book, Bare Naked Bliss. And Bare Naked Bliss is this book that I wrote. It's a self-help memoir, poetry, uh, sharing that can help you deepen your inner work, uh, let go of pain and suffering and move into harmony with yourself. As we exit out... I want you just to reflect on those four steps and see what comes up, what you're inspired to do. And then I'll circle back around on the way out uh, to just close everything out and bring it back together. But during this segment, I just want you to really connect to what you think that one thing is that you're ready to make space for and take action on. So with that being said, I want you just to maybe sit down. You can pause it for a second if you want to have a journal close by. If you get inspired and just allow these words and the music to wash over you, take a nice deep breath in and out. gently bringing it back to here and hopefully you got that aha in this moment and as that song encourages you is to love from within and that's the final closing clue as to how to get to know yourself is to learn how to love yourself then we're not grasping, we're not distracted by the external world. We really are focusing on that which is going to make us a better contributor to society and uh, cultivating our inner mastery. We're moving into an era where it's time to really cultivate our masteries. Moving into higher states of being requires this. It doesn't happen by pretending to be someone or something. So, as suggested... Whatever that one thing is that you're doing or you haven't done yet, I want you to write that down, create the space, use the restraint and the discipline to redirect your energy towards that activity and see what bubbles up, record it, and stay with it. Don't let it go. You know, those amazing artists, those amazing athletes, those amazing scientists, Nobel Peace Laureates, all those people don't do that by pretending they meet it, they they sacrifice, they stay focused on what they want to do. And all those other things that we get distracted with are secondary. They're icing on the cake, and we sip them up when we can have them, meaning, you know, those, those times, but we're not pretending. So be your own hero. Love yourself from within. Until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simple.
0: Hero, Hero Hero, Hero I wanna be a Hero, Hero How <sighs> the